Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to a week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? What is going on, everybody? Welcome oh, back geez. to another week Jesus. of... Oh, f- oh. oh, fuck. Oh, you, we should have talked about Oh, we should have arranged this. Well, yeah. one of us is going to have to change. It's it's obvious. <laughs> like, we're in the same clothes, but that's not the most embarrassing bit of this. Come on now. No, we can't give it a double intro, can we? <laughs> no. Well, some would say I've done the intro basically every episode since we began, and you would probably know that. And there are rumours that this that you're doing is a bit... Uh, Connor, are you daring to say that the bits are back? <laughs> I'm daring to say, I want the bits not to be back. Do you, oh, oh, I'm getting mixed signals from you. <laughs> What's mixed? I've said specifically, no bits. But you've said in the past, bring back the bits. Mm, I think I was thinking like of orange juice. Like bring back little bits in orange juice. Do you juice. like orange juice with bits? I mean, I, I, I don't dislike it. You're a fucking animal. <laughs> Smooth, I, no pulp. I don't want to be chewing when I'm drinking. I don't. That's why I don't eat soup. Yeah, exactly. Do you actually, not? I quite like. I quite like yeah. a soup. Actually, nobody's favorite food is soup, and if it is, you're a serial killer. Um, okay, this is <laughs> weird news Wednesday, Sean. And what do we do here? 
You have spent the week gathering all the weirdest news stories from around the world, and you've arranged them into a nice little list. You've made a spreadsheet. You've put little designs around the edge, mm-hmm. and you're going to read all those stories to me, a man who hasn't heard any weird news in the past week. No, nothing. You've you've kept away from the news, which I, I feel off is kind internet. of. I mean, it's it's not great at this time of the year. It's not great around these times in our in our lifetime. But I would say even just turn on Twitter just for a day. Just have a look. Just have a glance. Just once. All right, I'll try that. But if I see anything, (laughs) like, weird or strange, be it on your head. Okay. So, we're starting Weird News this week with a Belgian man, Sean. Okay. Belgian man. What's his name? I'll get to that. Belgian man has been receiving pizzas he never ordered for almost a decade. At a certain point, like it's on him to solve yeah, this. It, it is. So a 65-year-old man in Flanders says he is losing sleep because he has been receiving pizzas he never ordered for nearly a decade, sometimes several times a day. What the fuck? Yeah. So Is that one person ordering pizzas? Um, we don't know. See, see, his name is Jean Van Landem. And John he, Claude he, Van Damme. John, nothing like what I said, but yes, this is John Claude <laughs> Van Damme. Um, his home in Turnhout in the Antwerp province. It started nine years ago. He says suddenly a pizza delivery man handed me a whole load of pizzas, but I hadn't ordered anything. He added at first he thought it was a simple mistake in the delivery address, but orders of pizzas, kebabs, pitas, and other food that he never ordered kept flowing into his apartment. What? Yes. Does he not just tell the delivery guy? Be like, no, stop. It can be on a weekday or during during weekends at any time of day. Um, The delivery service... The orders come from delivery services in Turnhout, but also from the surrounding areas. I've even had orders delivered to me at 2am, he says. I would be livid if anyone <laughs> knocked on my door at 2am. <laughs> but what if they had pizza? I'm not going to lie, that hmm. would sway me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well look, you know what, I was liking my sleep, but at the same time, fucking pepperoni. A bit of za up in here. <laughs> Bit of za in me tum tum. He says, I cannot sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. I dread. (laughs) I dread that somebody will come to drop off hot pizzas yet another time. What's the, what's so special about his address? Is it a very generic? Like, is his what? Is he one two three example lane? One two three fake street. Yeah, is that where he lives? And so. People just accidentally keep doing it. But it sounds like it's from different establishments. Yeah. It's from several different places. Pizzas, kebabs, everything. I'm... Why... Is there any... Is this a mystery with no answer yet? I can only tell you the rest of the story, Sean. You're going to have to stay buckled in. Stay buckled in. Allow me to buckle up. (laughs) Chick, chick, bitches. (laughs) Um, so one day in January 2019, Van Lenden says 10 different delivery men, 10 different delivery what men, showed up at his house, one of which had 14 pizzas with him. Surely, word would get around. Does this guy ever order takeaway on his own? 
I see. <laughs> yeah, like at that point, no, I think you'd be sick of it. I think you'd hate the takeaway process. He's like a pro chef. <laughs> I just, I hate it. I just want to make my sautéed chicken. Why the fuck do I need some pizza? Like, 14 pizzas, that's enough pizzas. Like, that's an event that's being, quote-unquote, catered to. Yes. And someone's getting a bollocking if they go to the wrong address. But every day for nine and a half years. He says, I have always refused the deliveries, so I have never paid for anything, he said, adding that the harassment is not only annoying for him, but also for the restaurants. Um, it costs them money, and they have to throw the food away. On the day that 10 deliveries showed up, I did the math. It cost them €450 Euro to throw all the food away. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. I mean, fair play to him for not paying because why would you no because you'd be basically bankrupt especially if you don't want them no like 450 euro in a single day like what's his rent (laughs) I don't know what the rent is like in Belgium I I can't pay for rent this month because yesterday I had to pay 450 and today I had to pay another 450 like hmm there has to be he, like I, he's lived in. Does he own the place or is he renting for ten years? I th- actually sorry, it might be a house. Now, if he does own it, that's quite poor. Yeah, because you can't, you can't just move. <laughs> <laughs> no. So he says I only buy frozen pizzas from Aldi. So I have never asked them for them to be delivered to my house. He added, a friend of mine who lives in Herentout is going through exactly the. Exactly the same thing as I am. She has been receiving pizza she has not ordered for nine years too, he says. What the fuck? Okay, one of them is getting pissed and ordering pizzas to both their houses. Okay, what's going on here? What's going on here, Sean? Nine have years. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen the classic film, You've Got Mail? I've seen You've Got Mail. Tom Hanks is great at it. And what if we did that but with pizza? <laughs> Do- what do you mean? I mean, they send like they send each other pizzas, and it's like a weird challenge that whoever accepts the pizza ends up declaring love for the other. Oh, and is one Meg Ryan? One is Meg Ryan. It's never specifically stated that they're not Meg Ryan in this story, so we well, can't we, he, assume that she's not. Well, we do have Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, have they been in a movie together? <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme and Meg Ryan. I'm sure they have. And Jean-Claude Van Damme, I can only assume, was an extra in You've Got Mail. Fucking hell. The strings are coming together. (laughs) He was the male. (laughs) The male and the male. Um, So, sometimes we get them on the same day, he says. When that happens, we warn each other to expect a delivery. Adding that it is likely someone they both know delivering the pizzas. That's... That's weird. If they... (laughs) They they suspect someone. There's someone they, in their like yeah. mutual friends group that they're both like. It's definitely Greg, isn't it? <laughs> it's, they're they're like out for drinks with Greg, and the two of them are just staring at him, just like I like, fucking hate fancy, you, Greg. Fancy getting some food, Greg? <laughs> Greg's like, I'm gonna buy the next round. What do you want? Fuck off, bro, Greg. How about that? <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> He's like, oh Jesus, John. How's the family? How are the kids? Fuck you, Greg. You know how my family are. Fucking hungry. 
Asta delivery boy. <laughs> Um, maybe it goes all the way to the top. Um, he reported the false deliveries to the police several times, he said, but he still has no idea who the p- person harassing him is. I cannot take it anymore. When I find out whoever has been bothering me for the past nine years, it will not be their best day, he says. See, that's the thing, is that like you get one delivery and then another and then another, and that's the domino effect. Yeah. But like, if it is a practical no? joke... Nine years for a practical joke is a long time. Surely even after one game. year. Like, and at a, at a certain point, I don't know, it's like, what's, what's, like, what's the end goal? That he pays for the pizzas? <laughs> he has to pay for one pizza. This was, a gra- this was a prank gone wrong. That they picked the one person in the world that would not accept a pizza. Because I think as an Irish person, you would be too polite to say anything else. You'd be like, yeah, no, absolutely, I'll pay you. What's it, what's it cost? No, fine, yeah. Yeah. But all, and... There, what's, like, how, it's not a good prank, first of all. No, well, I think it's a raucous prank. I'm absolutely it's, falling around the place laughing here. But you would never get to, like, see the results. Unless you just he just he just enjoys the fact that he's driving two of his friends insane. Yeah, just just Greg is just rubbing his hands together, loving life. What if, what if it's it's like a two face situation in Batman, where he's ordering the pizzas himself and then forgets that he orders the pizza on himself, and then That's like interesting. Mm. I was also thinking, what if the two like the two uh, prankies, if you will. They wronged Greg, for example. Yeah. And Greg put their addresses up on some kind of internet forum where you just prank people by ordering pizzas to their house. But Hmm. even if it was on the forum in 2011, that still... I don't think it would be top of the forum now. That's true. And so, yeah, and surely to God then... On day, on day one of this, he would have gotten like 4,000 pizzas. Yeah. Well, the internet wasn't big in 2011, Sean. Wasn't big. Uh, that, that was peak meme time. <laughs> that was man cat days. <laughs> like, um, I just I just find this as a prank. If it is, this is somebody that they know that is pranking them every single day. And it's not like just... Uh, a glitch in the system that they just send pizzas to these two addresses. It's weird that they know each other. If it was just him, that would be like, maybe there's a glitch in the system that they just keep referring back to his address for some pizzas. But it's his friend as well. There has got to be somebody on the inside here. Exactly. Like the, That's too much of a coincidence mm. that, they're, that they both know each other and they're good friends. Should we get Detective Divilment on this case? See, Detective Divmilt is just going to take all the pizza. <laughs> and kill Greg. And kill Greg. Greg yeah. Well, what is his one rule? He'll bring you a body. Doesn't matter who. Doesn't matter who. At the minute, Greg is everyone's prime suspect, so he's for just going to kill Greg. For anyone who doesn't know, Detective Divmilt is a detective we made up for petty crimes. Like, such as this. Uh, Divmilt is just another word for mischief in Ireland. So it's just detective yes. development. 
And it's just it's good alliteration, and he's a fun little character. He wears and a he trench just, coat. He has a stake in his pocket. He's a barrel-chested man. He's a barrel-chested man with a top hat. Here, see. Yeah, he's from the fifties. <laughs> What's going on here? Like, see. He talks like that. <laughs> he talks like that. But I think, I think this is a conspiracy that just I could not figure it out. This mystery just got deeper and deeper. When it's when it just starts with pizza getting delivered every single day, different pizza delivery men not the same person coming back again and again that means 10 different pizza companies or the same pizza company but has to be rang multiple times so there's several different delivery men on that route at once at what what point do they stop delivering to the dude see I don't know because if it it must be ordered online maybe yeah and then paying cash selected but if they're not getting paid they're eventually going to well, you would think that they'd just blacklist his name, but maybe... Unless they're maybe in I'm on it. Oh, holy fuck, if they're in on it. Greg works for the pizza company, and Greg hates Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, and he's out to ruin Jean-Claude's day. And who's Greg's father? Papa John. <gasps> Fucking Meg Ryan's in there somewhere. Don't know where, but she's there. Is she in Belgium? She is. <laughs> I don't want to accuse them. I go, I don't think so. I think their flights are bad now. I think they're oh, all closed right. out. Yeah, because the world isn't shit. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news. We started off with a mystery that hasn't been solved yet. We are moving on now to a mystery that has been solved. And that is the $1 million treasure in the Rocky Mountains hidden by eccentric millionaire Forrest Fenn. Oh, I'm in love with this story already. Yes. Tell me more. So, the $1 million treasure in the Rocky Mountains has finally been found. Now, Forrest Fenn, he's an eccentric millionaire. And he says he hid his treasure somewhere in the Rocky Mountains a decade ago, Sean. Round about so, the time that man started receiving pizzas. Yeah, <laughs> Wait a minute. Forrest, where have you been? What have you done? Um, famed, <laughs> famed art and antiquities collector Forrest Fed, who said he hid $1 million in treasure in the Rocky Mountains wilderness a decade ago, said last Sunday that the chest of goods has finally been found. But, oh, by a bear, and it's a very but, rich bear now. It's, oh, it's just gold and chains and everything. Um, so Fen89 told the Santa Fe New Mexican that a treasure hunter located the chest a few days ago. The man who found it does not want his name mentioned. He's from back east, Fen said, which, look, I don't know what that means. Back east in America or back east in the like, eastern Asia? <laughs> What's the well, like... East. If you go far enough east, you'll end up back where you are. Actually, yeah, he's from California. Um, he's right so, beside me. <laughs> yeah, Fenn said, adding that it was confirmed from a photograph the man sent him. Fenn did not reveal exactly where it had been hidden. Now, Fenn posted clues to the treasure's whereabouts online and in a 24-line poem that was published in his 2010 autobiography, The Trill of the Chase, which I can only assume is about the TV show, The Chase. It's. I mean, what a great show! Mm, yes. Um. What's the big guy called? The animal. No, that's Batista. Bradley that's Walsh. Bradley Walsh. Do you know Bradley Walsh is sixty? He's never sixty. That's is he? madness. He looks fucking great for sixty. Fair play to you, Brad. <laughs> that's the weird news here. <laughs> 
<laughs> so hundreds of thousands of people have hunted in vain across remote corners of the US West for the bronze chest that believed to be filled with gold coins, jewellery and other valuable items. Some have even said it was a hoax and have tried to sue Forest Fed saying it didn't exist. But it clear but it did, apparently. What mm. if he hasn't revealed what was in it? Or has he? Um, it has been revealed there's like gold coins, chains, jewellery, that kind of stuff. Okay, I sorry, I was hoping it was going to be that adventure is the real treasure. Oh, along the way, it's the friends you made. Yeah, adventure is the mm. friends we made along the way, and so is treasure. Now, I brought this story to you because you love National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, and National Treasure 1. Um, in that order, movies. yes. In in that order, specifically. Um, and I think this this story goes right to your heart, because I think you would have searched for this treasure if it had not already been found. Yo, like, had I known about it and were it convenient mm. to me, I would totally be out there digging. Mm. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just digging. And then it'll be like The Simpsons. Oh, we gotta dig up. <laughs> Fuck. Dig up, stupid. <laughs> Fenn, who lives in Santa Fe, said he hid his treasure as a way to tempt people to get into the wilderness and give them a chance chance to launch an old-fashioned adventure, an expedition for riches. For more than a decade, he packed and repacked his treasure chest, sprinkling in gold dust and adding hundreds of rare gold coins and gold nuggets, the cereal I cannot assume. Um, <laughs> Pre-Columbian, Pre-Columbian animal figures went in, along with prehistoric mirrors of hammered gold, ancient Chinese faces carved from jade, and antique jewellery from rubies and emeralds. Fucking hell, that's yes. a proper treasure, man. Fenn told the New Mexican in 2017 that the chest weighs 20 pounds, or 9 kg, and its contents weigh another 22 pounds. Um, he said he delivered the chest to his hiding place by himself over two separate trips. Asked how he felt now, Fenn said, I don't know. I feel halfway kind of glad, halfway kind of sad, because the chase is over. Oh, But I'm, I'm glad he got to... Look, didn't I? now this is a bit of a grim sentence... But I'm mm. glad he got to see it found. <laughs> That's ageist. You're you're an old man hater. I'm just look an 89 year old. 89, 89 years young. 89, 89 years young. Sorry, yeah, I forgot he has money and that cures everything anyway. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna live but till 200. Yeah, I love this idea though. If I had that much money, I would totally set little treasure hunts for and, people. And Sean, I will allow you your one googs per episode <gasps> to Google oh. the twenty-four line poem that Mister Finn used as a tip or used as the way to find his treasure. In the poem, it gave the whereabouts. So the whereabouts have not been revealed. So if you can somehow figure out the whereabouts just from that poem, I'll give it to you. You you You'll get give me the, the treasure. The treasure. Yeah, I have it here. Uh, Just type in Forest Fen poem. Yeah, I have it here. Okay. Here we go. Everybody at home, let's just... We can find this treasure. I mean, it has been found, but nobody knows where it was. So if we can get to the place it was, maybe they're like, he dropped the gold coin when he was moving the treasure box. You don't know. You never know. Now, okay, so somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, we all know those like the back of our hands. That's basically narrowed it down to a few square feet. A few few rocks, lads. Yeah. So, as I have gone alone in there, and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where, 
and hint of riches new and old. Oh, fuck. Begin it where warm waters halt, and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put in below the home of Brown. Okay. From, from there it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek, just heavy loads and water high. Is the end is always drawing nigh a story of him? <laughs> He's 89 <laughs> years young, Sean. <laughs> if you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. But tarry scant with marvel gaze, just take the chest and go in peace. So why is it that I must go and leave my trove for all to seek? The answer I already know, I've done it tired and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good, your effort will be worth the cold. If you are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. Holy fuck, man. Right, okay. I'm not saying we need Nicolas Cage. I'm just saying he would be helpful at this time of need. Hmm. I want to know how much effort this dude put in. Because if he just read the poem and was like, oh, I know exactly where it is. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Imagine he was like, oh, fuck. That's beside Mary's house. That's, you know, I'm just a there now. <laughs> I just walks down, just like, tries out, sees Mary for a cup of tea. And he's just like, look, I just need to tip out to the backyard there for a few minutes. Just have to get the treasure and it'll be back. I'm just gonna. I'm, I won't. What? 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 What's the rule? I won't tarry there. Oh yes, um, that. It's amazing that people read that. Like the story behind this is amazing. If you can look more into this in this forest-fed treasure hunt, but like thousands of people have looked for this treasure. Several have even very severely damaged themselves. I think there has one, been one or two deaths looking for this treasure. Like. It's, it, it, there's, there's a whole, I'm looking here, there's a whole community around this. Like, there's a website where they've, eat, the poems split out here, and most of the key words have links to other pages. Oh, about, fuck. Like, what they could mean. Oh, fuck. Red string. There's a million pieces of red string oh, on the board here. Someone has this worked out in like a physical sense and it's amazing. <laughs> There's one guy who's just like pulling his hair out looking at his whole, every wall in his bedroom is just newspaper clippings and red string. He's just talk to me. His whole Tell house. Oh, fucking where's the, where did he put it? Beside the rocks. Who's Mary? Where does she live? Oh, Mary, do you not know Mary? <laughs> yeah, he talks to his friend John. Oh, Mary, my, oh, she's my aunt. Just lives down there by the Rockies. Fuck. Fight, Jesus. A weird, a weird treasure chest in her backyard. Yeah, she's very, she uses it for just stylistic purposes. It's aesthetic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, I love a treasure hunt. And this is amazing. It's a proper fu- map and everything. Oh, there's a map and there's just, like, you get a map and you get a 24-line poem. And I think people are loving that kind of shit because people like to think that they're the smartest people and they're able to see through things. And maybe the poem, I would say, do you you think he spent, like, all of his time doing, like, my English teacher used to tell me that every line in the poem was more important? Do you think he added, like, one line that's important and then he just made up the rest of them just to rhyme? Just around that, yeah. maybe. Like, it's a, it's quite a good poem. 
It all rhymes. That's mm. good. <laughs> that's that's our level of knowledge on poetry. <laughs> I'm not saying we're Sylvia Platt. I'm just saying have a bit of fucking rhyme to your poems. Like, and Ed, wait, did you just give a dig at Sylvia Platt? There, I'm having a dig at Sylvia. No, I'm not. <laughs> right, fair enough. So. This poem is fascinating because it switches, Connor. It switches from he's talking in the first person oh. to then he's talking about the reader. Fuck. Right. Okay. And what does that tell us? It, it, like, the first Stick bit to is one like, perspective, dickhead. That's what I'd say. The, see, it sounds like the first bit is where he went and then the next bit is where... You need to go. Also, it's already found. We don't need to break it down. <laughs> Damn it. If I was here a week earlier, we could have solved this. And if air travel was possible. Imagine yeah. there's someone now who's solved this. Like, they've used their quarantine oh. time to crack this. Oh, no. And, they're and they're just like, they were oh. on the plane when the news came true. <laughs> so, no. Shit! No, lads. Fuck! Just because you're on the plane, so you don't have internet or anything, and then they like, just land in Santa Fe, just pull out the phone. phone the treasure has been, treasure has been found. No Twitter notification. Fuck's sake! Turn oh. the plane around. We're going home. <laughs> We're all going back. Lads. <laughs> yeah, everybody, stay on the fucking plane. We're going home. <laughs> just takes the wheel off the pilot. I'll drive. <laughs> Do you think planes have wheels? Planes have wheels, surely, don't they? <laughs> I mean, they've landing wheels. I don't think it's a full wheel. It's not they like a bus some driver. Level of, some level of control. No, I think it's just press a button and see what happens. I think you're a little dickhead. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know where that come from. <laughs> Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Look, when um, my knowledge of aircrafts is called yeah. into question. You, <laughs> you get very sensitive. I do, oh. I'm a gentle boy. You're a, you're a maverick. Um, so, oh, shall Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news, and that is, doctors remove something from a man's bladder. Now. Oh, no. No. This is, yeah, no, Sean, this is bad. Can I veto this story? Can't veto it, it's happening. Doctors remove cell phone charging cable from man's bladder. How did it get in there? How did it get in there, Sean? What happened? Doctors in India removed a nearly... Two foot long cell phone charging cable from the bladder of a 30 year old man after they well, say he missed. What? That's long to be in a bladder, but it's an inconvenient length for a usable charger. <laughs> after they say he misled them into operating on his stomach first, he went into hospital with a pain in his stomach and he said, I have stomach pains. I need to have surgery on my stomach. They found nothing. It is stuck. Right. So, uh, the doctor said that the man was operated on at a Sam hospital after complaining of stomach aches and reporting that he had a history of accidentally ingesting headphones. Sorry, that's what? No. That's a throwaway line here, but he has (laughs) has a history of accidentally swallowing headphones, which implies the fact that this man put a charger places, charger wire... And then his best backup story to cover that was I have a pain because I sometimes accidentally swallow headphones. I think there's better stories. 
we're just throwing that around there, <laughs> but to accidentally swallow head. <laughs> num, num, num. You can do that in one gulp, as it were. Unless they're um, not attached. There's no wire. Like like. It, yeah, that's possible. But even still, there's t- then there's two headphones to deal with. There's two like mm. earbuds to deal with. Ah, yeah, he says headphones. So he swallows one and then he accidentally swallows the other as well. I'm starting to get the impression this man just likes the taste of headphones. And look, if that's the case, fair play mm. to you. But how did a charger end up in your bladder? <laughs> So, the doctor says, after 25 years of experience in surgery, I continue to be surprised and shocked by incidents like this, where my intellectual and surgical skills are challenged, he said, on Facebook. Like, you're learning all the time, you know? Yeah. So, they did the, they did the initial uh, examination, and the, they found out that the cable could not be initially found. Okay. Um, And I I operated upon him, said the doctor, to find nothing in his gastrointestinal tract, but instead discovered a mobile phone charger cord in his urinary bladder. All of you must have guessed the entry point and route that it would have had to take for that wire to be there. Saying nothing. Android or iPhone? Does that make it better or worse depending on what my answer is? Well, look, if it's an older iPhone, it's quite a wide connector. It's one of those big, massive uh, Sony Ericsson phone, or Nokia 3210 chargers. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That's so the an stuff. E- an x ray confirmed that the cable was inserted Ch- through um, certain areas. But I'm not going to say it because you'll only wince. But Islam said the man still insisted that he had consumed it orally, no matter what the doctors said. No, sir, those aren't connected. You can't. (laughs) No, no, I swallowed it. It's it's literally in your dick. (laughs) To be honest with you, lad. (laughs) Now I don't know. If he swallowed that, that would have to pass through his kidneys and all of his intestines to get to that part. Yes. Oh no! Yeah. Why was it up there? What were you doing? <laughs> charging? Should it charge? How how much wattage can you output? <laughs> it's like when you're trying to charge your phone off the laptop. He was like, "I'm a I'm someone. I could charge my phone off me." Humans have electricity in them. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> His laptop ran out of battery. Fuck. I don't have a charger for that either. James, oh, what man. if I run really fast? What if I stand on the fucking carpet and just rub my feet on it? <laughs> he, just, he fancies a cup of tea and the power is out. Just I think he could. Uh, everything is possible. He's, he, now, of course, he said that he has still consumed it orally. Now, that was his story, and he wasn't moving from it. And the doctor says everything is possible on this earth. Indeed. Right? The way he mm. says that kind of gives us the impression of, I... This man, this the, this man, <laughs> just did so much damage on the way in. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Sorry, I can't. I'm sorry to be fixated on this. Yeah, yeah. But it was fully in his bladder. Yes, like the whole thing. Yes, 
How the fuck does it get? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it'd be worse if he came in and just, like, one end was hanging out. <laughs> Jesus, he's very happy. <laughs> you, go, you, go, you go into the bathrooms and he just pulls up to the next urinal beside you like, fuck it. Clank, <laughs> just smashes off the wall in front of him um, so the doctor says everything is possible on this earth indeed he shared a video of the surgery on his Facebook page showing the removal of the black cable followed by photos of the extracted wire on the man's x-ray Islam said in the post that the operation was successful and that the patient is recovering Sean so he's fine he walked it off nothing wrong with him but this begs many questions it, it has more questions than it does have answers that I'm sure many people have the story of I sat on it. I yeah, that happens. And it, the, I sat on it. I've heard a lot more than this version of this story, and I think this version is a lot worse. Uh, like, uh, okay, do you think? And forgive me if this is a rude question to ask. The USB must have been massive. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, that's a unless it's a new USB C. It's slightly oh, slimmer. Maybe. Maybe. You know, uh, but does it still work? <laughs> oh, Jesus. They had to yeah. have tried it, right? He takes it out and he's like, no, save that because I only have one charger, please. <laughs> only have one. It's, that's only two foot as it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Like, he the question. the first man in history that this has happened to, right? It's the first person I've come across. That has this kind of story. Now, we started doing this show in 2018. So before that, there's many years that this could have all occurred. But I'm sure wires have gotten smaller since then. In my mind, technology was always a lot bigger. Back in the old days, Sean. Back in the old, back in the good yeah. old days. Back in the old, good old days with dial-up. And, um, ho, oh, uh, 2007. What a time. <laughs> with dial-up and malware. <laughs> malware and solitaire. We had it all. Like I, I this is this story offends me yeah, <laughs> on such a violent level. Which story is worse for you? Now, a few months ago, we did a story of a man that was hiding drugs under his flaps of fat in his, in his tummy, <laughs> or or this story with a man with a charger up his dick. Now. It's up to you. You get free raid, Sean. Which would you rather have? <laughs> oh, God. I think I'd take the man with a charger up his dick. Really? I think I'd have to. Yeah, he's very... The other one very, is vile. Yeah, but... How... he He's very, like, just, like, positive. He'd be very bright, I'd say. Um, Just... What? Just, I, I, just mean in ter- I just mean in terms of, like... If he charges something, he's just full of electrons. He's he's going like he's he's got a lot of beans in him. Yeah, but he has a lot of other things in him as well. No, things that shouldn't be there. Yeah, things that shouldn't be there. He has a habit of swallowing headphones. He does. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to make, give the headphones some friends. That could. Do you know what? You might be right. There might have been wireless headphones, and he was trying to charge them back up. Or he was trying to get them. I'll I'll, I'll have to pull them out. But he doesn't know how his body works. I mean, clearly. Mm. He does things that no man's body should do. Absolutely. 
absolutely not. Oh, God. Um, okay, we're moving on. To Williamstown Man. Allegedly true. Large pickle at highway worker, police say. How big of a pickle? Oh, well, how big is too big? Oh, well, look, it's... Yeah, it's anything above. Actually, you shouldn't throw pickles at people. <laughs> A Massachusetts man is facing an assault charge after he allegedly threw a large pickle from a moving vehicle that hit a Vermont highway worker, police said. The incident occurred just before 6pm on Monday on US Route 7, everyone's favourite route, near the border crossing in Massachusetts. Um, A passenger in a southbound vehicle threw an object later determined to be a large pickle that hit the highway worker and caused him pain. Fucking oh, He had a small cut on his head. And ah, some of the pickly brine got in. Ah, so, salty. Ah, lads. <laughs> um, nobody knows why he did it. But it's said that it could have been an act of revenge. An act of revenge? Of, of revenge, Sean, yes. Against the officer? Against the highway worker. So... What did the highway worker do to him? It's never said. Now, what? So why have they jumped to revenge? <laughs> Christoph Hermans Dufer, 34, of Williamstown, was cited to appear in court in relation to this simple assault. Now, a simple assault. A simple assault. But he is. It, it is not known if he is going to be represented by an attorney. But they have come out to say that this might be revenge, but have not revealed how they have come across that information. So, to Sean, I give you this. What would this man have had to have done to Mr. Christoph to deserve such a heinous act as driving slowly past him as he works on a highway and throwing a large pickle at him? Uh, murder killed his family yeah, yeah murder <laughs> killed him his family and all his friends just so much killing <laughs> Grr. no like what what would someone have to do to, for you to resolve that the pickle was the only way to get even <laughs> fucking <laughs> I was like does he have a pick can you be allergic to pickles <laughs> I suppose you can I think you can be allergic to anything was he trying to give him botulism? Oh, <laughs> yes. It's not said here, but I think you've read between the lines. Yes. So, okay. So this man has perfected pickling to such a degree mm. that he can intentionally create a bad pickle, <laughs> and then yes. pass it on through mere skin-to-skin contact and a bit of pain. Yeah, and does that mean this man will then turn into a pickle? Yes, if you see, have you seen the hilarious show Rick and Morty? I have, yes. Yes, well, it's like that, and it's going to be a pickle, and everyone's going to love it, and it's going to be the funniest thing ever, and it ever. won't get old, and no, and no one will overquote it at and, all, and it'll be really funny, and but you'll have to be smart. Oh, you have really to be smart. so smart. You have to yeah. be so smart to watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> I like Rick and Morty. I like Rick and Morty too, but some of the fans are awful. <laughs> As with most fans, Sean. As with Except most ours. Um, I just think... I think it, it might... It might not be the dumbest idea that he was trying to turn this human into a pickle. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's as valid a reason as I need. Because 
I just normally I get a lot of stories of just like husband um, is mad at wife, so he like throws her out a window, or wife is mad oh, at Jesus. husband, she drives over him. But well, well, at least never they solved that. Never has an act of revenge just included driving slowly past a man as he works. I'm assuming as maybe a construction worker or someone who works on roads and he's on the highway working at 6pm and you drive past him and just throw a pickle at him causing him, I can only assume, severe amounts of pain. Well, is that what they're saying? The, I, I think you're, you're misquoting the report there. <laughs> not calling your journalistic integrity into question. Okay, sorry, he caused him pain. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was I not just severe. want to make sure we have the facts. It was not severe and it was not a lot, but he caused him pain. That could literally just be one second of, ow, what the fuck was that? I, I'd say the that? shock is worse than anything in that situation. Yeah, I can't somebody threw a, you'd be ashamed. Somebody threw a pickle at me. And I just let them. I just let them. I feel dirty. <laughs> I hate pickles. <laughs> Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news. Uh, after that, act of revenge. Um, so if you need to get revenge on your enemies, pickles might be the way to go. Also, you probably need a good shot. Oh yeah, you only get one chance with that. Yeah, after that then, you come back around for the second time, you are getting possibly attacked with pickles on their end. They'll, they'll have time to ammunize themselves. Is ammunize a word? Arm? That's a way better word than ammunize. <laughs> I, I mean, no, actually, sorry, ammunize is a way better word. It's oh yes, just not a word. <laughs> I've created it, and I'm I'm condoning everyone else. You're allowed to use ammunize. Ammunization. <laughs> Ammunization. Um, okay, we're moving on. Naked man in West Monroe gas station says spider attacked him. That is the reason why he is naked. Did the spider get into his clothes and he's terribly afraid of spiders? Well, um, that's his story. So a, man, a Monroe man is facing a disturbing the peace drunkenness charge after he was allegedly naked in a West Monroe gas station. According to an arrest report, Jesse Deerman Jr. Deerman is also spelled D-E-A-R man. Dear man. Dear man. Dear man. Um, age 29. Uh, it says officers were dispatched to 300 Well Road regarding a naked man inside the store. When officers arrived, deputies had a man had the man in custody. He identified himself as Jesse Deerman and said he was naked because he was attacked by a spider outside and had removed his clothes for safety before running inside the store to seek refuge. You understand, officer. <laughs> I don't think I'm fucking stuttering here, officer. But there's a spider out there, and it was crawling, and it got on me. Clothes had to um, come off, and I came in here. I do not like spiders, officer. <laughs> um, nor do I like green eggs or ham. Um, officer <laughs> said they asked Dearman if he had taken any controlled dangerous substances, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so the simple question. Have you taken any controlled dangerous substances? Dearman replied, he had, but he did know, did not know what it was. And on a scale of 1 to 10 ranking the power of the dangerous substances he had taken, he said it was about a 4. <laughs> Asher, that's, that's your common everyday chocolate bar. <laughs> so their question was, have you taken any dangerous drugs? And he was like, I mean I have, but I can't remember. Because I'm high on drugs. But I think it was about a four. 
Did it, did he come up with the rating system, or did they? I, they must have that? said on a scale of one to ten how powerful was it, and he he said four. <laughs> and he and he came up with a new number <laughs> that he thought was better. Am you nice? It's the number after eleven. <laughs> <laughs> It's in between 11 and 12. <laughs> it's not many people know it's there, but you take enough drugs, it'll pop out at you. You'll see Ammunise. Yeah, you'll fucking see it in there. Um, Dearman was booked into the OCC Thursday morning on the Disturbing the Peace charge, a one municipal charge in West Monroe. The suspect has posted bond, but Sean, he's still out there. This man, he was got attacked by Spider-Man, I can only assume. He had to strip off naked. Um, and then get to safety. It's it's kind of like a zombie movie, just with one spider. Yeah, is the spider still at large? Um, yes. It was. It or, is not stated that the spider was ever captured. It's also, it's only on his word that we think the spider was ever there. Yes. Now I don't mean to put that on the man, but. Well, he said that the drugs he was on was only at a four, so maybe he's got six extra points there to see a spider. Hmm, so maybe the spider... What if the spider was from the drugs? <laughs> what if that's his dealer? <laughs> hey, fuck it, what's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Fucking hide meat under a tree. And then it's just like the spider goes to hand over the drugs. Oh, Jesus, the spider! <laughs> it's going to take off all my clothes! It's, it's curds and whey, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But then, if the spider... Are you saying a spider... Is a drug dealer. I'm saying this particular spider is mm. a drug dealer. Yeah, he has a web of crime around. Oh, him. very good. Yes. Very good. Yes. Uh, mm, nope. All done with that. No. Nope. Um. You know what the spider's we'll name there, was? So. What was it? Charlotte. I get you. I get you. I'm with you. <laughs> I, that's, that's good. All right. Fuck it. On a scale of one to ten. Four. I'd give it ammunization. I, I'd give you ammunized. I'd give it a strong ammunized with a pinch of four. Yeah, just a hint of four, just, just to a, take the edge mm, off. Mm, oh, it's just it's coming through. Bit of a four, but <laughs> ammunized is the main number I'm going with here, officer. And I think I'm also getting citrus. <laughs> citrus, a bit of cinnamon. Did you put cinnamon in these drugs? No, it's nobody's touched the drugs. Lads. Nobody's touched the drugs other than you, sir. Have you though? Come on now. Don't be lying yeah, to me, officer. Officer, come on now. <laughs> You're a little devil. Don't be at that now, huh? It's all right, I won't tell. <laughs> I won't tell the spider. <laughs> just looking at him naked. Also, it's forgotten this man was just time. completely naked in the store. Well, at least he wasn't out in the cold. No, he wasn't. Um, so, we're moving on. To Florida, Sean. I've got two Florida stories this week. I've got one Florida story that's just classic Florida being Florida, as in just a big dub um, as a whole. And my second story is one Florida man who has the most counts or charges against him as we've ever covered in Weird News (laughs) Wednesday. Holy fuck. In one story. Okay. I'm I'm Um, all about it. So we're starting off with Florida offers... I just want to preface this. I, do, I was mm-hmm. going to read the headline, but I just want to say, you know the way everything shut down and people have had to work around the restrictions that have been placed yes. upon us because we're trying to keep everyone safe and it's just a way to... you got to maybe make a few sacrifices 
for the next you gotta few maybe months. Do a podcast over Skype. Yeah, over over Skype, or maybe ring them up on the telephone. See what happens. Probably better audio quality than Skype. Am I right? Probably. Are we right, kids? Take that, Skype. <laughs> All about the Zoom these days. <laughs> um, so Florida's no different. And what do everybody in Florida love more than anything? Looking good, Florida. Sean. Oh, no, okay, no, yes. They love looking good. Florida offers drive through Botox to quarantined residents. Oh, good God, no. Yes. So I, you, I, that's not something I'd want done quickly. Just really quickly. You don't even think about it. Just pull up, just jab syringe, the needles in. syringe into the forehead. Talk to you later, Miss. Fair play to you. Um, quarantined Florida residents worried about their laughter lines and crow's feet need frown no longer, Sean, because Botox oh. is back and it's being offered at a drive-through. Botox is one of those things where you have to get it done on the regular. I think so, otherwise you turn to Jello or Simon Cowell. I, one of the two. <laughs> one of the two. That's... How, what's their setup? Is it like a McDonald's situation where you pay and then you go up to the next window? No, it's worse. So oh. on May 4th, the US state allowed a partial relaxation of relaxing of restrictions, um, of course. And so... What they thought was, that means elective medical procedures could resume, including Botox injections and cosmetic surgery. So, Michael Salzhauer, a plastic surgeon known as Dr. Miami, who is also oh. starred in a reality television show, has been conducting drive through Botox injections in the garage of his building in the posh night oh Miami gosh. neighborhood of Bal Harbor. That's awful. What, you don't want to go to a garage to get some Botox from a man? <laughs> I don't think you should ever have, you know, needles in a garage. <laughs> no, where have they been? In a garage. In a garage, yeah, literally. Uh, Sal's question, is this, is this for the show that he's doing this? Um, I don't think so. I think he just has a lot of very rich celebrity people that he has to give Botox to. Well... But I, I, I think he surely you could do house calls. <laughs> Salzhauer said the idea struck him as he was sitting in his car waiting to get tested for a certain disease that's going around and he's thinking to himself, sure, all these people are driving up, getting tested, driving away. I could very easily just get them to drive up, all stand outside the car, give them a bit of a Botox injection, let them drive away. Same thing. It's not the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Can you drive after getting Botox? I don't um, know how it works. I I can't say it. Now, you know me. I love a bit of the Botox. I love a bit of the tox, but... You are um, vain as hell, yes. I'm <laughs> vain as hell. Um, you wouldn't know it, but I am. But um, <laughs> just looking at me, you're like, he likes himself. <laughs> and he looks like that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I, I love a bit of the tox, but I don't know if I would drive up to just a random man in the street and just have him with a syringe full of stuff and just inject it into my face and then drive home whistling to myself. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's, you know, the way it's to be done. Mm. But, I don't know. I mean, the next thing is drive through haircuts, right? Oh, see... 
I was going to say people wouldn't like to get hair in their cars, but I think at this point nobody would care. Yeah, I think at this point that, you know, they, they'd happily do it. Did you see the... Did you see the two posters of, um, this is not funny, and it's not a comedic bit, but did you see the two posters beside each other, someone had done it on Instagram, where it was like one po- photo was just like, um, we, we demand haircuts, and on the other poster, just if you slide, slid left, it just said, stop killing us, and it was yeah. just like, these are two different protesters. And they're treated very differently. <laughs> very differently. <laughs> I did see that. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, so he says, the areas that we inject Botox are the upper face. Exactly the parts of the face that aren't covered by the mask. So it's really ideal, he said. Fucking ideal. Why weren't we doing this all along? So, while Salzer said, while wearing a mask, face shield, and a surgical gown, as he waited for his next drive-up patient. So he's just walking around a fucking garage in his building, wearing a mask, face shield, and a surgical gown with just syringes full of Botox. That's the most sus-looking thing <laughs> in the world. In the world! Um, patients side up online, paying an average of $600 each for a stippling of shots across Fucking their hell. foreheads. Um, our man, um, t- a man called Araman36 was enthusiastic as he waited in line with his wife in their car, although it was their first time receiving the injections. <laughs> That's really the height of God we're bored. I can't listen to the kids for another fucking second. Will we go for the day? Where would you like to go? I'd love to get a needle from a man in a garage done in me face. I just love it. Oh, are we taking up heroin? <laughs> no, no. Nothing so severe, sir. <laughs> it's, he said it's very creative and after seeing how they're running it I feel just as comfortable as I would in the office he said but he's not been to the office he hasn't been to the office so technically this is just him making it up um, to be fair he's only gone once so he can, he can say it's his best and worst interaction with Botox oh that's true mm. I can't say that I've never had an interaction exactly Florida's tattoo artists, however, are frustrated. For example, what about tattoo artists doing it from the car? Because this man's sticking needles in people, straight into their skin. Why can you not just drive up and have a tattoo do, uh, done on your arm or something? Uh, yeah. Because, like, tattoo artists wear masks and gloves anyway. Mm. So, like... Uh, also, Ireland is allowing tattoo artists in uh, July, I think, now. Yeah, I think, I think it's July thirteenth, July, July, something like that. Something like that, yeah, mid-July. So, Connor, Heroes mm. for Hire tattoos. <laughs> Matching chest tattoos? Oh, you get the chest, I get the back. <laughs> yeah. All you get, just tell one human being, and then you get on the back that we exist. But, oh, good. And we'll have to stand beside each other, so it makes sense. I think we might be the coolest people in the world. I think our album cover is going to look <laughs> fire emoji. <laughs> Flames! <laughs> so, I just wanted to tell you that story, that they are doing drive-in Botox in Florida, as a way to set you up for the next story, because that's just Florida being Florida. People want to stay beautiful, Sean. And what better way to stay beautiful than a man with a syringe in a garage? Mm, 
maybe <laughs> eat fruit. I don't know. <laughs> Good diets, maybe. Good diets. Exercise. Maybe just ex- maybe just accept the fact that you know you don't have to be perfect to be beautiful, Sean. That's what I say. Yeah. Sure, aren't we all beautiful just how we are? Well, some, some of us. If you're listening to some of you, I'm not going to name names, but some of you. <laughs> I think I think it's all of you. <laughs> See, that's good. Now we're playing good cop, bad cop. Now you little dickhead. <laughs> Let's move on to the last story. Oh, um, God. <laughs> I'm scared. I can't let my partner. He gets off the leash. You don't want to see him angry. <laughs> um, so, we are finishing this week with naked Florida man accused of bizarre crime spree that included destroyed mailboxes, the dead rising, and trying to kiss an elderly woman. The dead rising? The dead rising. What is that? Just, it's, that's part of the story, Sean. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but that's, oh man. Strap yourself in. So, a Florida man's crime spree started with him exposing himself at a flea market, then stripping naked, stealing a car, and committing various other criminal acts before he was arrested less than an hour later. Fucking hell, and this man has mm. the most, uh, like, crimes committed that we've ever had. I think so. It's definitely in the double digits. Good. That's a quick hour. Yeah, or a busy hour. Rather. It's a, it's it's under an hour. He committed at least it's over twelve uh, things he's committed in less than an hour. So a deputy said the first call they received about twenty three year old La Horace Pickett Jr. came in at about eleven fifteen a.m. a.m. on Wednesday last Wednesday from a diner inside T&W Flea Market in Pensacola where witnesses reported Pickett jumped on a coin machine while kicking and punching it then went to the ground where he exposed himself and started screaming call the cops the dead are rising oh my god Okay, and were the dead rising I cannot confirm nor deny that there were zombies I can only say the key there is that you can't deny it I can't look I haven't had information either way I can only tell you that this man jumped maybe he knows something we don't know but he was seen jumping on jumping on and kicking and punching a coin machine while half naked and then telling people to call the cops and because the dead were rising I don't know what he means He's. I mean clearly he's seen some shit and wants to warn us Connor <laughs> so I'm in the coin machine set him off <laughs> There's a small coin with a little bit of a zombie on it. Speak to me. What are you trying to tell me? Um, from there. So he's already done that. That's step one. He's just inside the diner at quarter past 11 in the morning. He strips off naked. Sorry, he jumps on the coin machine, punches and kicks it, then exposes himself, then screams, call the cops, the dead are rising. From there. He jumped on a customer's shoulders and attacked oh a worker who was behind the counter when when he pushed him away. Okay, add into the list. Yeah. Then, Deputy said he was chased out of the diner because, of course, he was now attacking everybody in the diner and went out to the parking lot, decided to strip naked and stole someone's Chevrolet. Not the Chevrolet. Not the Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I'm going to need to be aerodynamic for this robbery get these trousers off gotta slip through that window <laughs> he's greasing himself up if you are the owner of that car 
presumably mm. you just get a new seat, right? I think you burn the whole thing to the ground. To dust. <laughs> burn the Chevy. Burn, there's no point. Um, burn a newspaper in the petrol cap. His, his, his naked arse has been on your driver's seat. Um, along with his clothes, Pickett also left behind a bag in the parking lot. Inside the bag was a pistol. The affidavit oh, read. Jesus. Fucking, okay. Maybe take that with you. No, he doesn't need it. You know, he doesn't need clothes, he's, he doesn't need weapons. He's got all the pistol he needs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And it's all out in the open, hanging from it is a mobile phone charger. <laughs> so, at about 11.35am, this is only 15 minutes later, well, 20 minutes later, a call came in from an elderly woman who lives a few blocks away who said Pickett approached her in the stolen car, asked her for directions and a kiss. Then picked up a piece of concrete and threatened her, shaking the brick around. Fucking hell. Okay, that, yeah. went, that went wild very quickly. <laughs> Sorry, miss, could you just give me directions? Also, could you kiss me? No. Right, here's a brick. Right. I've got this like brick. You. I'd like you to meet Mr. Concrete. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Concrete! <laughs> um, Deputy said Pickett then tried to break into an RV on the property and ended up throwing Mr. Brick through a, during a confrontation with the man who lives inside the RV he was trying to break into. I, for a second, when you went to say RV, I thought you were going to say orphanage for some reason. Oh, an orphanage, probably. It's an RV orphanage. It's always moving. It's always moving, picking up orphans. That's what they do. Just get the shovel and just... <laughs> so, it's an RV orphanage. He's tried to break into this RV. The owner of the RV is there, and he's like, what are you doing? And then they get into a fight because the owner has no respect for... This man's just trying to break into your car, or your or your home. Just let him. What's, the, what's your problem? Yeah, what's, what right do you have to stop him? Yeah, well, you just have ownership of this vehicle. All right, then, sir. Fair well, enough. That's how it works, is it? Go about your day, then. All right, but I want me and Mister Brick are fucking watching you. Um, you, you will have hell to pay, sir. <laughs> so he threw a brick through the window of uh, the RV. Um, when authorities arrived at the scene, Pickett tried to run, but he was found in the bed of a truck. Record show. The backpack he left in the RV during the incident there contained a throwing star, a handgun ammunition and a bag of synthetic marijuana, which means he had two backpacks. He left one bag in the original car park that had a gun. The second in his backpack he had a throwing star, ammunition for the gun and a bag of synthetic marijuana. That is two backpacks. Almost too many. And he kept the ammunition for the gun and the gun in separate backpacks. Yeah, because that would make sense. You want to keep those things apart. That's true in case he leaves the gun behind and a child (laughs) finds it. (laughs) Was he trying to leave the ammunition behind? I just need my trusty old gun. Better throw this on my back. I just need to be able to pistol whip people and I'll be fine. Um, A third report. So he got arrested with all that stuff. It was only then that a third report came in shortly before noon, after Pickett was already in custody. Residents in the area said Pickett ripped a mailbox from the ground, broke into a home and turned off a TV, the report said. The bastard. He was wearing a green house coat at the time. By house coat do they mean dressing gown? 
I think so. I think that's, yes. a, that's a posh word for dressing gown. He was wearing a green dressing gown at the time. Sounds lovely. During that incident, he yelled, expletive, come on out, I know you are in there. Which, I don't know what that means. Maybe zombies? The dead are rising. The dead are rising. We, we seem to have forgotten about this. Yes. So, so far we've got... What has he done? He's he's attacked a kind machine. He's exposed himself. He's told everyone that the dead are rising. From there, he robs a car, leaves a bag with a gun in it in a car park, strips off naked in the car park. Then he drives up to an old lady, asks her for directions, then tries to, then asks her for a kiss, then throw, throws a brick through an RV window that he was trying to break into shortly afterwards. Then it comes out he was also attacking... Um, mailboxes, breaking them from the ground, breaking into homes and turning off TVs, along with having a throwing star just to have it. And wearing um, a green house coat. In 45 minutes. Yeah. That is... Imagine if he'd had the whole day. <laughs> Jesus, you could make a day of it. Like, it's... That would... He could have taken over the country. I mean, I'm a terrible procrastinator. But, like, 45 minutes, to me, flies by. This man had the will. He had the will to make 45 minutes work for him. Use it to his advantage. And, like, the... The the level... It's not that he even had such an early start, even. You know, like, he started at quarter past 11. Yeah, he went to the diner to get a big breakfast. Which is smart. Because if, yeah, if you yeah. know you're going to be doing these things, you want to get food into you, get a bit of energy, get some set coffee. Set yourself up for the day. Set yourself up for the day with a good brekkie. And then he's thinking there, he's, he's looking at that kind machine going, any minute now, it's all going to kick off. I'll start it now. <laughs> fucking, you give me eyes. I'll be fucking giving me eyes. What the fuck are you looking at, boy? You'd want to change. <laughs> He looks like the window. (laughs) Fucking gob. Everyone looking at him. What the fuck? (laughs) The dead. (laughs) So Pickett was arrested on nineteen charges, Sean. Jesus Um, Christ! I can read them out to you here. There is a page and a half of them. He's got two counts of criminal mischief with property damage, burglary, driving with a suspended or revoked license. Licence. Aggravated assault. Aggravated battery. Um, battery on a person 65 years of age or older. Using or displaying a weapon during the commission of a felony. Possession of a weapon or ammo by a convicted felon. Burglary with assault or battery. Resisting an officer without violence. Possessing a synthetic cannabinoid. Um, possession of drug equipment. Engaging in criminal offence with a, with a weapon. Possession of a concealed weapon by a convicted felon. Exposure of sexual organs. Grand theft motor vehicle. And disturbing the peace. Oh, the, the most heinous crime oh, of all. Leave it till the end with the bastard. That is, that is quite, quite the CV. Quite the had. morning. Quite the morning. I'm impressed, honestly. I couldn't do those things. Florida man, he... Sometimes I think maybe he goes quiet for a few weeks. I think what's happened here is for the last few weeks, everybody's been kind of on lockdown. It's been going a bit smoother. And this week, Florida man finally got his big break that he's like, I gotta get at least a month's worth of criminal activities into this morning. Yeah, and just, I I have to make this worth it, lads. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm calling nobody but myself if I don't commit at least 15 crimes. You only turn 21 once. <laughs> I'm 37. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's ridiculous. What do you think of this Florida man? Is he the most Florida man that Florida man has ever lived? I, th- I think he's certainly up there. Mm. Like, not in, like, in terms of scale. And sorry, in terms of quantity, he's definitely in the lead. Yeah. Yeah. In um, terms of actual, like, scope of damage, I'm not sure. Do you think the dead are rising? That's, I think that's the main question everyone's thinking here. I mean, I mean, probably. Like, given the way the year is going. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't even gotten to fucking August yet. Just, uh, look, to be honest with you, if it was told the dead are rising, I'd be like, fucking typical. Fucking absolutely sure. We should have expected it. Yeah, just, why not? We had aliens a few weeks ago. Like, what can you do? We had aliens, and it's nothing that people aren't even talking about. Yeah, it's not impressive anymore. No, fuck that. The world is now on fire. What can you do? Um, look, I think that's it for this week's weird news, Sean. What a week. We've had that, that last one was fucking one of the weirdest stories we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. But... Is that is that it for the week? Do I take? Us I think out that's. Is that, I, I, is that my, I think you have free reign to take us out, shot. Okay. <coughs> oh, Thank you, everyone, off. for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday with Hero Zero Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Uh, there's a link to that in the description. Also in the description is all our social links and an email address for us, Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Uh, but as always, the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Very good. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> so, I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Lee. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.